You're listening to the New Life Church Sunday Morning Podcast. We're a family of believers in Anderson, Missouri, that want to experience God in a real way, both inside and outside the walls of a building. For more Sunday messages, upcoming events, or to get in touch, visit new-life-church.net. I have a pop quiz for you. Like I said, I'm going to have some questions. So I have a pop quiz. If this were Jeopardy, then this would be like Bible history for $100. Okay, this is a very easy question. So I would expect, especially you guys, especially you guys to know uh, the answer to this question, okay? So here's the question. There were three groups of people that went to visit baby Jesus. Jesus is a child, okay? Who were they, anybody? Okay, wise men, that's good. Got the three kings, yeah. Got the shepherds. Shepherds is a good answer. Anybody on the third one? Angels, that is technically true, I guess, um, but not the answer that I was looking for, unfortunately. Um, if I were Alex Trebek, you would be out $100 right now. So uh, the answer that I have here is uh, there were wise men, there were the shepherds, and then there was your Aunt Karen who's trying to snap a picture of baby Jesus for Tiny Top Bethlehem. Okay, get her out of here. We don't want her here, okay? Put a sign on the manger that's like direct family only, okay? We don't want her here. So goodbye, Aunt Karen. So we're going to talk today about the shepherds and really how their experience with Jesus uh, and what we can kind of take away from that and apply to our lives today. Uh, I tell my youth kids all the time, even though the Bible was written a long, 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 long time ago, there are still a lot of things that we can pull out and use directly in our lives today. Like, um, I was just reading the Bible yesterday, and it said, Shepinanek, uh, pay your car payment today. And uh, if you just swap out Shepinanek for Khalif, it's like, oh yeah, I need, to, I need to pay my car payment today. So it's really handy. There are a lot of really cool things. And so that's what we're going to look at today. So let me set the scene for you for a sec. We're talking shepherds. These guys, they're pretty cool. I mean, they're pretty laid back. Um, You know, the interesting thing is that around the turn of the millennium back in the day, shepherds weren't exactly treated like kings. Okay? Is that fair of me to say? You know, the shepherds of the day, you know, they got their like 12-car garages, 30-bedroom houses. You know, shepherds today got it good, okay? But the shepherds back in the day, no, they were, they, they were not living large. And, you know, they weren't exactly outcasts, um, but they were literally being paid to sleep outside with sheep. So, I mean, you can kind of make that what you want to make it. Um, maybe it was because of their eating habits. Uh, maybe it was because of um, maybe their hygiene Um, But whatever it was, they were outside with the sheep, chilling and hanging out. So we we got these shepherds out there, and they were often pretty poor, okay? Um, They were usually like the sons of peasants who didn't have any land. And so most of the time, like the, the way that you got it made back in the day was having land. And if you didn't have land, then you basically had to work for someone else. So these shepherds would have these sheep that were owned by someone else, and they just like watch them. It's like, hey, don't get lost. Just sit there, eat grass, doing a great job. 
And that's what a shepherd would do. So it's really interesting. You know, they weren't super, they were also, you know, kind of chill with just being by themselves. Okay, they weren't. Um, you might call them antisocial. You might call them shy. Um, but either way, I mean, in this, in this particular instance, we have a group of shepherds, so there are several of them together. But a lot of the time, they were just one shepherd for a flock of sheep. And that shepherd would be like, no, nah, I don't need people. Sheep are cool. That one told me the other day about how he's getting a promotion at work. It's great. There's, I don't need to talk to people. I, they, I, they share the hay with me. It's great. I'm a shepherd. Uh, and so these guys are kind of okay with just being by themselves. And the sheep were the only friends that they needed. So we have these, these guys that are the strong, silent, and the smelly type. And they're just chilling. They're just hanging out. You know, they have a really, um, they've just got, it's, it's nighttime. They just got done with a long, very mentally stimulating day of carrying around a stick uh, and walking and walking around with the stick. And sometimes, sometimes they would have to sway the stick in a certain direction in order to get the sheep to move in a certain direction. Sometimes if a, a sheep was stuck in a bush, they would have to use the stick to poke the sheep until it freed itself. Uh, these shepherds had it tough, let me tell you. So um, they have a campfire set up. It's, it's, not, it's a little chilly on this cold uh, night right outside of Bethlehem. And they're just, they're just hanging out. They're just like, man, this is nice. We got it made. This is amazing. Uh, and it's really interesting because uh, the, the, the craziest thing just happened. Uh, the Dollar Tree in Bethlehem just turned off its lights for the night. And so uh, you get to, re it's revealed that there's this beautiful, beautiful night starry sky. Can we just kind of see what that looks like? Yeah, can we black out the lights too? This is what it's like. Isn't that nice? Can you just like hang out here for a second? This is good. And we got our campfire. <laughs> and our magical glowing trees. Those are cool. So, you know, the sheep are chilling. They're like, man, it was a really tough day today. I, 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 was, so, I was so annoying to the shepherd. I mean, it, it was so tough. Like one time I had to, you just wanted me to go into this direction. And I was like, no, I'm not going to do that. So the sheep are just chilling, they're hanging out. Wolves, wolves are out in the back, they're just like chilling. Like, yeah, you know, I'm, I, I could go for a sheep right now, but you know, this, this night sky, man, just look at it. And they're like, woo! <laughs> Shepherds kind of freak out a little bit, but then they're like, ah, oh, no, it's, it's good, they're, they're far away. You know, the grass, the grass is chilling out. She's like, yeah, getting baked all in the sun all day, man, it was so hot. But now, look, look at this night sky. I mean, I, I, I'm even, I can somehow even possess thought even though I'm just a plant. This is awesome. So everybody's just chilling. It's pretty chill. Honestly, like, if we just had this for 30 minutes on a Sunday, this would be pretty cool with me. I'd be fine. It's just a suggestion, maybe a future sermon topic. We can just come in here, light a fire, have uh, that going on. Um, so that's where we're going to pick up in Luke chapter 2, verse 8. And I know that you guys all have Bibles and no torches, so uh, just trust me that this is what it says. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory, the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. 
I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today, in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. Suddenly, a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth, peace to those on whom his favor rests. Isn't this crazy? Okay, we can bring the lights back up. That would be, see how freaked out those guys are right now? Just check them out. It'd be pretty freaky. But, I mean, honestly, just imagine that you're just lounging around after a long day, just hanging out, living life is great, you're doing good. And the bam, angels. All over the place. See, like, I think of it like um, uh, nerds in the house, if you hear me say something, but like in Star Wars, whenever uh, the ships come out of hyperspace, and it's like, shoo, 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 shoo. But instead of ships, they're angels, and they're just coming out from all over the place. And they're like, all that you can see, they're all over the place. It's crazy. Um, that would be pretty cool to see, but it would also, as the Bible says, be pretty terrifying. Okay, these guys were freaked out. Look at, I, look at that guy, like the third guy, the guy, there's the second guy, um, like right above the other dude. He is freaked out. He is not having a good day. He's just like, I just wanted to sit and eat some grass with my sheep late at night. What's the problem? And then bam, angels. But that's actually a really important point to remember, okay? These guys were, once they first saw it, they were kind of scared. They were really scared, okay, of what they saw and what they heard. So the news of Jesus' birth wasn't just an extremely scary baby shower invitation, okay? For the shepherds, it meant like a literal promise of freedom from the corrupt government at the time, which was pretty crazy. I mean, like these guys, right now, okay, we, we can agree, right now they're scared, but for them, like, it was a big deal because the government at the time was super corrupt, and they had been waiting for a Messiah for a long time, just waiting to have some sort of freedom from this government. And so they're excited for that reason. Uh, but we're also excited. We can still take that and learn from it today because what it meant for them and what it means for us is that it is a literal promise of... Um, it's just a declaration that salvation was here for everybody, okay? And so that's super cool. That salvation leads to true joy. And so my first point here is that joy, once you have it, once you feel it, once you have it inside of your heart, okay, that leads to proclamation. So joy leads to proclamation is my first point. So see if we look back, you know, the, the angel says specifically, I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Okay, see that? So it's good news. It's good news. That's good. We should share good news, right? Anybody disagree? Great. So we have good news. We have good news that will cause joy. Okay, joy is pretty cool. I like being joyful. Joy, joy, joy all the time. Yeah, let's go. Okay, so we have good news that causes joy. It's great joy. Not just regular joy. Not just your, not just your bargain bin regular old joy. It's great joy, okay? So good news that will cause great joy. So why would we not want to share that? Why would we not want to share this good news that has great joy? So, uh, you know, it's kind of funny. How will people know about that good news if we, if we don't share it? It's kind of funny because uh, when it comes to sharing the good news of God and Jesus and all of that stuff that comes with it, we kind of hesitate sometimes. But the funny thing is, is that we share joy, we share good news with each other all the time. So, uh, let me think about this for a sec. We're sharing joy with everybody all the time. So, um, 
For example, for example, what if someone were to be like, hey, guess what? I'm debt free. Yes, I am debt free right this second. It's awesome. I, uh, all I had to do, I mean, it was super simple. Um, and, you know, the best part is actually, you know, now that I'm debt free, I can finally afford that new car that I want. So it's going to be great. It's going to be perfect. And then, you know, some of us might be like, hey, guess what? Guess what? Guess what? Thank you. Uh, I just lost 50 pounds. All I had to do, all I had to do, it's really simple. All I had to do, you just have to eat. The only meal of the day is one, one little container of uh, peach activia. And you just do that for four weeks. And then 50 pounds is gone instantly. Plus, I'm regular now. So that's great. So, uh, and, and you know, some people are just like, hey, guess what? Guess what? Guess what? I only hit the snooze button three times this morning. Which is an accomplishment for a lot of us. Um, but we share that stuff with our friends and our family, uh, our coworkers, uh, our Aunt Karen on Facebook. We share that with everybody. Um, but you know, if we're telling them about those sorts of things, um, and I, don't, I hate to break it to you, and <laughs> when, I was, when I was thinking about this in my head, I was thinking about how insincere, or insincere this sounds. Um, but I am actually proud of you for sharing those things. Like, it's important to be debt-free. It's important to be um, healthy and, like, proud of what you are and everything. So I'm not going to shame that. Um, but I am going to tell you that that stuff isn't going to matter um, in the long run, okay? So if we're so joyful and so happy to share those things, which aren't going to matter in 100 years, why are we so stingy with this joy that God has given us? So let's take a step back and check out what the smelly dudes did. The guy who was freaked out over there, let's see what he decided to do. What did these shepherds do with the good news of great joy? So continuing on in Luke, it says this. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. Now, honestly, just like an aside, this is a really flat response from these shepherds. Like if I were, I, I'm, I'm not going to say if I were whatever, but I would just expect a little bit more hype, like, yeah, let's go to drill, let's go to Bethlehem. I can't wait to see this Jesus. Thank you, God. Yeah. But they're just like, let's just go check it out, I guess. It's going to be fine. We're just going to go look. And we'll see. We'll see if what the Lord said, if it's true. We're just going to see. Just going to see. Uh, maybe it's like, if you're paying like the last credit card payment, um, and it's like, it has to process for like two or three days, and it's not like, like you aren't officially debt-free, or you don't have that officially paid off until you see the balance and it says zero. Maybe that's what it was. Anyway, they're going to go find out for themselves. Okay, back to the Bible. So in Luke chapter 2, verses 16, it says, So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what had been told um, what had been told to them about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. So, in recap, the shepherds went off, 
they saw for themselves, and they didn't even get a verse of dialogue with Jesus before they hit the streets. And they were talking like, yo, Jesus is here. This is awesome. And everybody was like super hyped about it. They were really excited about all this stuff. It says specifically that they were amazed. All who heard, all who heard were amazed at what the shepherds had said to them. And it's not saying that people were like amazed at that, that shepherds said this to them. Like, oh, there's uh, that guy who talks to sheep. He's just being crazy again. That was, a really impressive, um, that was a really impressive fictional thing that he just came up with. Okay, no, they were, they were amazed at the news. So, it's pretty cool. Why should we hold on to the good news to keep for ourselves when we can share it? So, the birth of Jesus brought the joy of salvation. Okay, we got that. Joy leads, to, joy leads us to proclaim it. And next, joy leads us to praise. Okay? So what happened next with the shepherds? Let us find out. Okay, so in Luke chapter 2, verse 20, it says this. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen, which were just as they had been told. Um, so not only did the shepherds tell everybody that they saw, okay? And remember, all who heard it were amazed, Right? Not only did they do that, but after they were done, they went back to the fields. They were just like, oh, we're just going to go back home. We're just going to hang out. They unplugged, did whatever they needed to do. And then they just praised God. They were like, they praised him for the sheep. They praised him for the angels, even though they really scared him earlier. Okay? They praised him for, um, they praised him for Mary and Joseph. They praised him for the manger. They praised him for baby Jesus. They praised him for sending a savior. And it's really interesting, you know, like, all of this starts from how the shepherds were ready to receive this joy, okay? Um, I was doing some research, and, like, um, God could have told anybody else in the world first, okay? He didn't tell the Pharisees first. Uh, he didn't tell the king first. He didn't tell the wind. Okay, backing up really quick. You guys know the song... Do you hear what I hear? Okay. It's come to my attention that it, uh, it, while it is technically possible, it's not, um, it's not theologically sound that the wind told a sheep, which told a boy, which told a king about Jesus. Okay? I just want to throw that out there. So it's not like... Um, it's not, God could have told anybody. That, like I said, that could have technically happened, but that's not what's in the Bible. God could have told anybody about this, okay? But he chose shepherds. He chose the people who were poor. He chose the people who were smelly. He chose the people who hung out with animals all day because they were ready. They were ready to hear it. And so we have to be ready. We have to, um, we have to be ready to receive that joy. Um, John 15, 11 says, this is Jesus chatting. He says, I have told you these things so that you will be filled with my joy. Yes, your joy will overflow. That's out of the New Living uh, Translation. Um, New Living Translation. That sounds right. I just call it the NLT, but that is what it is. Um, overflowing joy, you know, that is what I want. I would love to have overflowing joy. Just joy abounding. Um, and so I have a little example that I think will help um, us kind of visualize that. Guys, can you come up here really quick? This is your time to shine. Everybody give them a hand. Okay. I'll explain this really quick. 
Okay, so I need you to hold this. Thank you. Right, you guys can come up here a little bit. Beautiful, beautiful. Man, you guys are tall. Okay. Actually, you hold this. You hold this. Please hold it. Thank you. No, not yet, dude. You weren't supposed to know that. Okay. D yes, I know that you can see what is there. Don't say anything. Okay. Then you hold this one. Okay. Okay, so here we have some guys. We have four guys um, and four glasses, which are technically cups, I guess, not glasses. Um, that might represent four mentalities that we have when experiencing God's joy, or when we have the opportunity to, exp maybe I shouldn't, oh no, I'm going to have to move fast with this. Um, so this might be on our bad days, this might be on our best days, but this is just an example, okay? This really made it, made it clear to me um, really what I should, like just to be mindful of how I'm approaching my day. So, number one. A very full pitcher of water here. You ready? Why are you so nervous? Oh, okay. All right, so number one, this person is uh, completely, just completely against what God has for them, okay? Um, this might be a person who is, um, has had like a bad experience with God in the past, um, just kind of bitter. Uh, and this person's, oh, sorry. This person's heart is just not in a good spot. And so it gets a little bit messy. Sorry, I'll clean this up. Okay, now nice try because I actually need you to hold that one. Perfect. Okay, so this person, no, no, you're fine, you're fine, just hold it. Okay, this person, and I actually brought a sheet pan up here to catch some of this but I forgot it for the first one, so, sorry. Okay, so, everybody with me? Sorry about the floors, Miss Donna. Um, okay, so, this person um, is able to feel and experience some of the joy that God has for us, but you know, as the day goes on, the stress that is in their day just kind of overwhelms them to a point where they aren't able to, hold, <laughs> able to have this joy. It's extremely cold. It's very refreshing, too. That's actually, I, was, I brought this mainly for me to drink out of, but this is actually pretty helpful. So, um, so this person, okay, yeah, thank you. You're doing a great job. Really appreciate you. Okay, so that person, the stress throughout their day just makes it impossible for them to hold on to the joy. Okay, so maybe this is a person who uh, enjoys going to Sunday, like church on Sunday, and they're able to get their cup filled up. Uh, but when they come home and they get back into their regular routine, it's tough for them to keep that joy. Um, maybe it's because they're, um, they just don't have like a solid relationship with God that, um, that is really prioritizing that joy and what God's done for us to kind of weather through the storm. They're just letting the storm kind of hit them. Okay? Pretty good? Okay. This one, I'm going to... This one should not spill anywhere, so we'll find out. This person... They have some sort of bitterness and uh, anger or maybe fear inside of their heart, okay? And so while they're able to have joy, while they're able to keep it for themselves, it's not leaking out, it's not completely upside down, the thing with them is that since they're holding on to it for themselves, maybe they think that they're better than other people or that other people don't deserve it or that they're worried about what other people will think about them, 
this, I mean, this is useless. This isn't good for anything. It's just good for us. And if it's just good for us, like, that's not a good way to live life. Okay, I'm going, I trust you the most out of everybody here, but I'm still going to move this. Very far away. Okay. And lastly, I'm a mess, y'all. <laughs> Thank you, God. Okay, so if we put this up here, this person is able to have a lot of joy. This is somebody who um, has really fully understood what God has done for them. And so if you drop this, I'm going to be really upset with you, but I also know that it's my fault. Um, but this person is able to have that joy that is overflowing. And I also just missed there. I shouldn't have looked away. Thank you, guys. You can sit down. <laughs> so I hope that that really puts it into perspective. <laughs> there is such a big mess up here now. Sorry. Um, I hope this puts it into perspective how we can accept God's joy, how we are ready to receive God's joy. Even if we are, having, we are able to receive it and we're able to store some of it, that doesn't mean that we're in the best place to hold on to it or, and to share it with other people. Um, and so I also hope by now that you realize that joy isn't a result of what happens around us or how we feel. It's not just a feeling. Um, I hope that you realize that joy is a supernatural delight in God. It comes from God. And it's just a, it's an understanding that, um, it's just an understanding of who he is and what he's done for us, y'all. Um, all of the above, okay? I hope that you recognize and appreciate just the salvation that God has brought to us. Um, do you guys believe? I mean, you don't, don't answer this, but uh, do you believe that Jesus died on the cross for your sins? Do you believe in the whole reason for the season? I mean, that's why we're here. Do you believe that there is joy out there? I mean, there's no true joy without salvation. You can be happy, but you can't have true joy without salvation. I hope that you're able to share the joy that you have with other people. I hope that you are I mean, not only um, in actually telling them about Jesus and about Christmas and about everything that you learn and that you know about this season, but just in what you do, how you treat other people, how you act, the things you say, how you lift other people up. I hope that you're able to share that, that love and that joy through that means as well. And finally, I just hope that you're able to praise God for what he's given us. You know, praise him for every breath that you take. Um, praise him for uh, everything that he's given you. Praise him for your pillow. Praise him for your socks. Um, praise him for your friends. Praise him for your Aunt Karen. Praise him for dying on the cross for our sins. Everything. And so, like I said, it was scary for the shepherds at first. But once they recognized and understood that Jesus was here and he is real and he is here for us to encounter him, then they were forever changed. And they, like I said, instantly, they just went and told everybody they knew about Jesus. So let me ask again, are you filled with joy today? You should be. You should be. God is living. Jesus has come and salvation is available for us right now. And if, there, if that is not going to give you joy, then I don't know what will, honestly. I'm sorry. Um, this season is all about joy because joy comes from Jesus. Um, and Christmas is about Jesus. And 
that, it's, it's just all about him. That's all it is. Uh, so let's pray together, and then we'll get out of here. God, thank you. Thank you for sending your son just for our salvation. And with him, just send, thank you for sending us abundant and overflowing joy. Uh, help us just to wake up every single day with an appreciation of everything that you've done for us. Um, and give us the boldness to share that joy with the people who we come into contact with every single day. We praise and thank you for everything that you do for us right now, God. Thank you for this opportunity to just talk about this today. And um, thank you once again just for everything that you've done. In your name we pray. Amen.